1: It's that time of year where we are beginning to plan our garden. Now, while you're probably looking at the best way to maximize results with different tools and fertilizers and techniques, there's actually a very simple way to do this. It's called the three Ds of horticulture. We often forget that our garden is its own ecosystem. It's separate from the natural ecosystems we find in our area, and it is an ecosystem that we have actually manipulated. When we look at the three Ds, it's referenced in different circles of plant and soil science. So we have ecologists, biologists, horticulturalists, landscapers, soil scientists, you name it, all referencing this because of how important a role it plays on a large ecology scale from the boreal forest to the grassland all the way to our little microclimate garden. So the goal of the three D's is basically to mimic nature around us and try to pick up all the little key features that she has to mimic that to get us the best results. So the first D is diversity. Now diversity can come in all shapes and sizes, but whenever you're thinking about different portions of the garden, I want you to think of diversity. So when it comes to selection of different plants you're growing, whether that's fruiting or flowering or just leafy greens that you're growing. If we have more varieties of tomatoes, we are more likely to succeed in growing. Say this year is the year of the Roma. Roma does very well, but beefsteaks do poorly. If we have a whole bunch of each planted, we can still gain a harvest despite it having a season that's not best for it. Now, one thing I want you to keep in mind is getting earlier seasoned, varieties of tomatoes. So the early girls, for example. This will allow you to maybe potentially run off the potential of blight. And then it will also give you tomatoes later in the season for those later fruiting and flowering plants that you have. This rule also applies to what you're planting in your garden. So instead of doing monocropping, you would want to do intercropping or a diverse realm of different plants. When we talk about this, three sisters methods is a great example. And essentially all we're doing is manipulating the rhizosphere as well as the ecosystem above ground. The rhizosphere is referencing the area in which our roots are touching, and different roots release different exudates, which attract different microbes, which ultimately helps with the diversity below ground. Above ground, a mix and mash of different plants, again, will allow for more pollinators and attraction of pollinators into that area. And in some cases, we can use trap gardening to trap pests that will then not bug our more cash crops that we're growing. The second D is density. So when it comes to density, we are referring to planting in a way that benefits our plants. So density when we're seeding lettuce or carrots can be higher than that density that we would see later in the year when we thin. The reason for this is predators and just overall safety of the little seedlings. There's a reason why we plant them so densely in the beginning. It allows those seedlings to sprout appropriately and many people have tried to seed place them equally without having to do the thinning part of the whole process, and it doesn't tend to work out very well for them. So with that being said, when plants become large enough or if we have a large grown plant that doesn't need to be thinned, or doesn't say needs to be thin, we wanna give it the adequate space it needs. These plants have specific nutrient needs specific light needs, and in the cases of squash or cucumbers or pumpkins that put the little runners down they actually need access to soil that has no competition in it as the plant expands so respect those growing uh distances that plants need and plant it accordingly now with that being said um we can try to push the bounds there a little bit but we always want to keep in our heads density density and make sure we have it close enough when needed and far apart enough when needed so that we can limit the competition between plants. I think you'd be shocked a plant that is not stressed out by lack of nutrient or lack of light or lack of water tends to fruit and flower more than that of three, four plants mashed together in one space. So these are all things you definitely want to keep in mind. If you don't like thinning, carrots, radishes, you name it, check out my video that I did on how I pseudo thin and the ways that I utilize that without wasting those seedlings. And the last D of horticulture is drainage. Drainage is so important. If we want a pond or an aquatic ecosystem, we obviously need very little drainage or no drainage. And if we have an ecosystem where we can't have roots that get wet or stay wet, we want to ensure that that drainage is provided. Now this in many cases is going to evolve some manipulation of the soil. And if you're doing a no dig system, we often will find that we end up with um, kind of like a hard pan and then the no dig on top, we may want to consider incorporating that to try to limit the runoff of water and nutrients once it hits the hard pan and skids off the top. Or in other cases, we can use tap roots like the daikon radish to actually penetrate that soil and help with overall drainage in that soil system. But the the, the funny thing here is that when we look at drainage, we can actually use both the concept of density and diversity together to help maximize drainage. So if we use use diversity in the sense that we put legumes, um, deep rooting crops, tap roots all in one area. The more root systems we have, the more forms of drainage we will have. And then if we use density and we plant them in a density that allows for adequate manipulation of that soil and the actual profile and aggregate in and of itself, we again will see the benefits of drainage. So there you go. Three days of horticulture. Be sure to give those a try. And I will talk to you guys next time.
0: Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership.